What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest, visit a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary. And this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays. So if you're curious about Bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful, amazing, beautiful souls, head to my website for more information, themanifestly.com slash events. Visit the link in the show notes. And yeah, let's let's hang out in Bali. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. So I just finished recording an episode on three different stoicism quotes that you need to live by in order to manifest your best life. And spoiler alert, there is a bonus fourth quote included. That episode goes up next week on March 5th. But today I wanted to do a re-release of one of my favorite episodes I've done on the show so far and it's called Opinionated. In the episode where I'm talking about stoicism quotes that you will hear next week, I referenced this particular episode. So I figured, you know what, let me make it easy on y'all and let me just go ahead and re-release this particular episode. Grab yourself a little snack, grab yourself a little bit of water to stay hydrated, okay? And let's go ahead and listen to this particular re-released episode, one of my favorites and hopefully one that you will enjoy as well, even if you're hearing this for the second time around. Hi, my loves. Welcome back to Manifest Daily. My name is DeAndre Nicolette. I'm the host. If you're new here, my love, welcome. I'm super excited to have you tuned in for your first ever episode of Manifest Daily. And of course, to my OG listeners, y'all know the vibes, okay? Hey, girl. Hey, hey, boy. Hey. What's poppin'? What's good? Welcome back to another episode of your fave. So my loves, today we're chatting about letting go of the obsession of what other people think about you. I remember when I first started this podcast, no one was listening. Well, it was literally me, my mom, and Monica. So no one was listening besides us. And I felt so free to say whatever it is I wanted to say without the fear of being judged. Then more downloads came and then the reviews came and then I found myself wanting to please everyone because there's this really strong link between people pleasing behavior and the tendency to obsess over what other people think about you. So I'd have my moments where I tried to be calmer with my delivery or I tried to use bigger words so people could really tell that I was actually intelligent or I would try to dull my personality so I wouldn't come off as being too much. And 
let me just say that this is not in any way me being like, oh my God, like I, you know, wish people weren't listening, whatever. It's more to acknowledge that as time went on and more people tuned in, I became aware of that. And it made me want to tap into the people pleasing tendencies that I have simply because I was aware of all of these opinions about the way I was delivering information or about the way that I was being or the way that I was simply being perceived. The thing about caring too much about what other people think of you is that you run the risk of losing yourself. You run the risk of trying so hard to be what everyone else says you should be that you no longer know who you want to be. So I was on the phone earlier chatting with someone and we kind of got into a bit of like this conversation about like the opinion of others, about pressure, about wanting to live up to what other people think you should be or who other people think you are. And I remember explaining to this person that a lot of this for me is tied to fear. And there's a great quote that sums it up really well. It's this quote that goes, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give others permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. And this is a quote from Marianne Williamson from A Return to Love, Reflections on the Principles of A Course in Miracles. Imagine being so afraid of your own power and of your own light that you masquerade as a dim being in order to feel accepted by those who you're afraid would judge your brightness. Why do we care so much about what others think to the point where it allows us to manifest anxiety, sadness, fear, or even the inability to take action on the things that we truly want to do in this life? As much as I want to sit here and be like, I don't do this, like I don't let other people's opinions get to me, I am human too. I want to be accepted. I want to be liked. I want to be loved. And sometimes I allow these desires to overpower the desire that I have to show up authentically. If you've ever struggled with caring too much about what other people think, this episode is for you. I want you to walk away from this knowing two things, okay? One, that you're not weak for caring what other people think of you. In fact, it's in our biological nature to do so. And two, that you will never really be able to fully stop caring what other people think about you. And that's okay, okay? You can, however, learn to integrate this into your life in a healthy way that doesn't inhibit you from being your true self. I've mentioned this before on another episode, I'm sure, and I'm sure you've heard this on like, you know, any other podcast before, maybe just like on a National Geographic documentary or something, but humans are social creatures. So we want to belong to a group. We want to be accepted. We want to bond with others. If you think about it this way, this ability or not ability, but this desire rather to want to bond with others and belong to a group, it's survival. When we think about all the way back in our existence as humans, we had to have a group, right? We had to have a group of people that would be around us 
us, that would help us take care of the kids, that would help us gather food, that would help us fight off predators. If you were alone by yourself, not that I was living back in those days, okay, girl, but if you were off by yourself, like it was a very high possibility that you would get eaten by a predator, that you would not be able to find food, that you would not be able to take care of your kids, that you would not be able to survive. So survival is literally linked to us being in a group and having community. And this is why when we talk about building community and friendships and things like that, there's such a deep rooted desire for us to do that because it literally goes back to us wanting to survive. This is like biological imprint for us, biological nature. So caring what other people think about us is in that boat as well. This is a deep rooted survival mechanism meant to keep us safe. If we stray too far from the group, we become an outsider. We don't belong and it becomes harder for us to gather food, fend off predators or build connection that we crave. Obviously it is 2023 and I don't think many of us are out here fighting tigers and lions and bears, okay? But it still carries the same sort of like biological weight to it, right? And so caring what other people think is a way of us keeping ourselves safe, is a way of us connecting with the group bonding. If we recognize that the group that we're in, you know, thinks highly of one thing, but not so highly of another, it's much more likely that we're going to follow the thing or want to do the thing that the group thinks highly of. We want to belong in the group. We don't want to be ostracized. We don't want to be pushed out. We don't want to be the only one on the outskirts because, hey, that would not be safe. Obviously, you know, again, we're not fighting off lions and bears and tigers right now. So for us, it's, we're more so going to attribute it to a feeling of loneliness or a feeling of not belonging, a feeling of maybe not having friends or not having community. But what's at the very, very root core of that is literally this desire to survive, this desire to have that group to bond with and have connection with. When we care about what people think, it's in our nature, like I said, but there's such a thing as caring too much about what other people think of you. And that's when it can get into a bit of a toxic nature and toxic cycle. You please others and you do what they deem is good and you're riding an unbelievable high. But if you upset others and you do what they deem as bad or unacceptable or weird, you're left feeling like a social outcast. You're left trying to understand what went wrong and what you can do to change things so that you can fit into that group. About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. 
I love to add in the squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. It's important to ask yourself, how will this person's opinion impact me? And if it doesn't really matter, then it's important to allow yourself the space to let it go. I think a lot of times you get very caught up in wanting to incorporate every single person's opinions, right? We have our friends, we have our families, we have possibly our partners, maybe people at work, maybe people on social media. Like there's a lot of different talking heads and that can be a lot of pressure for you to live up to. And obviously, if you fall short with one person's opinion and you feel like that opinion carries a lot of weight, it can feel really crushing because you can feel like, oh my God, this person thinks so highly of me or this person thinks this of me and I've let them down. Or on the other end, you can feel like, oh my God, this person has such a bad or negative opinion of me and that's not who I am. And so you're like striving to show them or prove to them that that's not who you are, which can again lead into a really negative cycle because at the end of the day, you shouldn't have to try so, so, so hard to prove yourself to someone, especially someone who's already made up their mind about you and doesn't really have a desire to change their opinion on you. But like I said, it is important to ask yourself if this person's opinion will impact you. When we talk about other people's opinions, as much as I want to sit here and be like, oh my God, other people's opinions never matter. You shouldn't ever think about what other people think about you. That is unrealistic. Like we're not living in a vacuum. We're living on earth. We are humans. We are social creatures, as I mentioned earlier. And so we're interacting with other people all the time. And so in essence, external validation is going to become important. Like, yes, it's important to validate yourself. Yes, it's important to believe in yourself and to know who you are and to know how you show up in the world. But in certain circumstances, in order to get ahead in life or in order to get certain opportunities or to do certain things, you do have to make Make sure that whoever's on the other end of what you want or whoever is able to give you a certain opportunity, they have a positive opinion of you. And of course, a lot of things go into play with that, right? And we can dive into that so much more because a lot of it too is like biases as well. So I'm actually reading this book right now called thinking fast and thinking slow, thinking fast and slow. Oh my gosh, I think I butchered that. I promise you I actually am reading the book, but it is getting into different biases and how we form these like very quick biases or very quick assumptions about who people are based on things that we think we know, right? So if I see you on the street and you are dressed a certain way, say I see you and you're dressed in like really high fashion gear, or something, it's the middle of New York Fashion Week, I might assume that you are a model or I might assume that you're going to New York Fashion Week. I feel like that was a bad example, but that's just one. Like we're, we're gathering information. Our brain is trying to move quickly. We're trying to create these very quick assumptions because in essence, that's our brain trying to make our lives easier to be like, okay, here's fact one, fact two, fact three of what I see, what I gather, the data that I have. This is similar to this thing in the past. And so I'm gonna form X, Y, and Z opinion about this 
person or this thing because that's going to help me to figure out what I'm going to do moving forward or what's the next move I'm going to make. And so it is this process meant to make our lives easier. But what's really interesting about it is that we're quite often wrong <laughs> about the assumptions that we make or maybe not quite often. I got to keep reading the book to get like actual numbers. But oftentimes we can prejudge others or make mistakes about who people actually are because we're, you know, biased in some way. That being said, if the person whose opinion you're considering is not someone who's going to offer you a job, is not someone who is going to potentially be a partner, is uh, not someone who you want to befriend or anything of that nature, why give a fuck about their opinion? Like, let's be for real here, right? If I go to the grocery store and there's someone at the grocery store who sees me and maybe that day I am just like wearing like a really wild getup and the person at the grocery store is judging me and it's like, she looks insane. Like she's literally an insane woman. Why do I care what that person at the grocery store says about me? Are they going to offer me a job? Are they my boss? Or do I care about them in any way? Are they going to impact my life in any way, right? No, no, like the whole thing is that they actually won't. I'm going to walk out of that grocery store and 99% chance I won't see that person again unless, you know, I happen to go back to the grocery store and they happen to be there at the same time. Or maybe they work at the grocery store, so maybe I will see them again, but I promise you their opinion of me doesn't matter. So it really is important for you to kind of like weigh that into the process and kind of figure out how much this person person's opinion will impact you. And I think that there are some cases for this where maybe it is an employer or maybe it is a partner, but the way that they are perceiving you is so off and it would require you to like really change who you are at your core and become someone that you don't like. And that's when I think that maybe you don't actually give a fuck about their opinion because even though they could be your employer or they are your employer, if it's going to require you to literally just discard your values and if it's going to require you to do some shit that you don't really feel good about that doesn't sit right in your soul then it might be time to consider letting the opinion go to the side like put that opinion in the trash fuck what they think like do what you need to do to make sure that you feel good about who you're being in any given moment in time so I kind of want to touch on that one a little bit more because it kind of goes into my next point. And that is asking yourself, do you like you? And then also understanding what values and traits are important to you. So when you talk about the opinions of others, obviously we all have different backgrounds. We all have different experiences and all of these different like backgrounds, experiences, like how we grew up, the friends that we have, the things that we've seen, the things that we've done, they are going to shape our opinions, right? I might have one opinion of someone doing something. So let's see, like, let's say, for example, I have an opinion of someone who has like completed this like really cool course. And for me, I'm like, oh my God, this was so amazing they did such a big thing like that is absolutely wild I feel like this is such a big example but please stay with me here okay and then say there's someone else who's done like a million courses like that in their lifetime or they done not a million but like say they've done like a couple courses like that in their lifetime so for them they might be like oh I have this opinion that that's like really simple it's really easy it's like I've done it before it can be done um, again simplistic example but I think that kind of showcases that there are two people looking at the same person who's done the same thing right nothing has changed in terms of what this person has done what they've achieved but I might have one opinion because 
I have a completely different experience with that thing. I've never done it before. I think it's super cool. The other person might be like, I've done this thing. And so my opinion is that this is just basic as fuck, right? So circling back to my original point is that because we all have different experiences, we all have different uh, pasts, we all have different upbringings, it's going to affect the values that we have and the values that we hold as really near and dear to our heart is really important. The things that we prioritize and the things that we prioritize, the things that we deem as very important are going to affect our opinions. If you are someone who really values honesty and there's someone around you that doesn't value honesty and they have an opinion of something that you've done so say for example let's say this is going to be like a really wild example here okay guys say for example you're in a relationship and you cheat on your partner and because you cheat on your partner and you value honesty you're like i'm gonna go and tell my partner what i did i'm gonna see you know if they want to forgive me and take me back if they want to move on like either way they want to move i'm gonna be okay with this because i know well not like super okay like i'll probably be like sad whatever but also i know that i value honesty and for me it is important to confess what i've done say you tell a friend about this and maybe they're like an acquaintance friend like they're not one of like your good good friends okay they're like a, a tangential type of friend okay you tell this person about what you've done and you tell them i'm gonna tell my partner that i've cheated because for you again you value honesty say this person that you're telling this to they're like why the fuck would you tell them you need to keep that to yourself? You need to never tell them. And they just have this opinion that you are kind of foolish because you're going to go tell this person what you've done. Would you value that person's opinion? Would you value their thoughts? Would you value their advice if you knew that they don't value honesty? And I think that's where understanding people's values and understanding if you're on the same plane with those values really matters. Because the way that I see it, if I value honesty and this person doesn't value honesty, whatever opinion they have of me when I choose to pursue an honest path is invalid. Like it doesn't count. It doesn't matter to me because we don't even share the same value. They're never going to see what actions I'm taking as being like morally correct there. It's never going to make sense to them when it comes to honesty. It's never going to click. It's always going to seem foolish. It's always going to seem above, you know, it's, it's always going to seem like too, too much or too like, oh my God, like, why did you confess that? Or why did you blabber about that? Because they don't value honesty in the way that I do. And in that same vein, we have to be okay with the actions that we take. So in this example, again, the person that values honesty, if they know that if I go ahead and confess what I have done to my partner, I know that even though things may not end in a good way, I will be able to sleep at night knowing that I held my value of honesty to high degree and I like really honored that. And I didn't let this opinion from someone else who doesn't value honesty sway me from doing something that I know feels right in my soul. So how are you moving through life? What are the actions that you're taking? Can you truly say that you are prioritizing your values, that you are honoring your soul, that you are living your truth, that you are being yourself, whatever that self looks like in this moment in time? Because even the advice be yourself, I think, can get really... I don't know, maybe a little bit difficult for some people to follow and understand because one day you might wake up and you might feel like this and the next day you might wake up and you might feel like a completely different kind of person. Still yourself at the core, but 
the expression of who you are differs on that, you know, different day. And that's totally fine. So like whoever you feel called to be in that moment in time, I feel like whatever our expression of self is often, if not always, our values remain intact unless we have some sort of experience that shows us that maybe we value something else or shows us that we want to change those values. So as long as you can sit in integrity with yourself and know that you are showing up in this world in a way that makes you so proud, in a way where you know like you don't regret your actions, you don't regret anything because you know it's so authentically you, then fuck what other people think. And I know that it just I think it is hard if it is if it comes down to people around you that are close to you or if it comes down to something like an employer or something like that and you know we can get into some really sticky situations with expression of self and wanting to be our true selves but also having to make sure that we are presenting as a version of ourself that is how do I say this that is that makes sense for the situation About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. But I feel like that is a rabbit hole that we can continue digging into and going down if we get into, I guess, like the nuance of presentation and self and, and when we kind of have to like in some ways shift or adjust how we're presenting for the specific situation. And then it gets into like, is that authentic expression of self? Which I, I do believe it is. Cause I, you know, it's like we have all these different sides to us. And so if you are presenting a bit more professional at a work event versus a bit more, you know, still casual and laid back, but still very respectful when you're meeting your partner's parents versus like all the way it turned up when you're with your friends, like that's still you, you're still expressing self or expressing yourself in an authentic way. It's just, you're adjusting to the situation. And I don't necessarily think that has to 
do with, um, I guess, covering up your true self for the opinion of others. But I digress. Um, I want to finish off on two final points here. Uh, the first is taking a social media break if you really are struggling with this. Obviously, we know that social media is a place that can really perpetuate the negative feelings of pressure when it comes to other people's opinions. So if you are posting on social media and perhaps you're in a situation where you have people online that are strangers that are saying things to you or maybe people within your specific circle that are saying things to you online, that can be really tough to deal with. And I feel like I don't have any other suggestion to that besides really auditing how you are using social media and trying to create less of those opportunities for you to be affected by those opinions, especially if you know deep down those opinions don't really matter. I started off this episode by talking about the podcast and sort of how the growth has affected my focus on the opinions of others. And one thing that I've seen other creators talk about is getting so big that they get hate comments. And this kind of bleeds into my next point, which is that when you're being yourself, your true self, you're not going to please everyone, right? And we hear people talk about that. It's like literally wasn't a song. If you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping, okay? That being said, we are humans and words do affect people. Words do hurt. I don't care how strong of a, a skin you say you have or how unaffected you say you are by words. Like words do hurt, words do cut and they have power. And so if you're in a space where you are putting yourself out there online, whether you have a large following or not, and you have people who are negatively commenting on your body or the way that you speak or the way that you look or the way that you express yourself, the way that you speak, all these different things about you, the things that make you you, it is going to affect you. And the best way that I've personally found to deal with those things is to reduce the the places where people can affect me. And one thing I've chosen to do is just stop reading podcast reviews, which kind of sucks because I feel like there's a lot more positive than negative. And that tends to be the case with social media as well. Um, again, whether you have any sort of following or not, it's that most of the people are going to be nice to you. But say you have a video go viral on TikTok or say, you know, someone posts something about you in a Facebook group. And then all of a sudden you have these people who are literal vultures just jumping on you, wanting to tear you apart you have to understand that those people's opinion of you does not matter. They don't know your character. They don't know who you are. They have no understanding of the kind of being, the kind of soul that you are, the things that you do, the people that you love, the things that you care about, the dreams that you have. They have nothing. And what they're going off of is based on superficial things that they can jump into and attack on the internet. You know, again, this could also happen in real life too. I feel like it tends to happen a lot on the internet because there is this sort of anonymity associated with the internet, right? So people can create these very just private accounts and bully others from behind the, the privacy of a screen and they can feel as if they are doing so much damage. And sometimes they are, but they can do that from the safety of their own home and never really be called out on it and never really be addressed by their name because there is no name. They're like Barbie girl 25467, okay? But like I said, these people don't know you. They don't know your character. They don't know who you are. And so all of the things that they're saying, whether or not you are insecure about those things or not, you have to understand that these people's opinions don't fucking matter. When you are going on to live your dream, 
when you are manifesting your dream job, your dream apartment, your dream house, your dream spouse, your dream day-to-day life, when you are literally living your best life, that fucking person on the internet or that person wherever who had this really negative opinion of you that they just pulled from their ass, like they are literally not going to matter. Do you know what I mean? So like, it is really hard, I think, to, again, put a lot of that aside, especially when it can come in waves or it can come in masses, especially on social media. You can have a lot of people attacking one person on a viral video or something, which I just, I like sometimes I'm like, do y'all realize what you're doing? Like, why are you being so mean? Like, who raised you? Okay, who raised you? Anywho, this bleeds into the last point, which I mentioned a bit earlier, is that you won't please everyone if you're being your true self. This is something that I've really, really, really had to come to terms with recently because as a recovering people pleaser, okay, I want everyone to like me. I'm like, I am such a nice person. I do good in the world. Why don't they like me? That's the kind of person that I am. And I know a lot of y'all listening are probably in the same boat as well, because again, when you are someone that cares a lot about the opinions of others, it tends to go very well with uh, the people-pleasing tendencies and the people-pleasing behaviors and thoughts. That being said, When you are showing up as your authentic self, when you are literally being the truest version of yourself in any given moment in time, there are going to be people that don't like you. Now, they might not like you because you're smiling. They might not like you because you look too happy, okay? They might not like you because you are being so authentically you and they're so jealous because they are so afraid to be themselves. And when they see someone who is showing up as their true selves, they're like, fuck, how are they doing that? And it just might be jealousy. It might be envy. And that might be the reason they don't like you. They might not like you because you look like their sister who they fell out with five years ago. They might not like you because you're wearing the color green and they hate the color green because your ex-boyfriend broke up with them and he was wearing a green shirt. You literally have no idea why some people may not like you. And guess what? It's not your problem. It's not your problem to sit here and be like, oh my God, Jenny, two, three, four, five, six, seven on Instagram doesn't like me and said my shirt is ugly. Like why she don't like me? Let me go down a rabbit hole and try to convince her. It's not your job to be like, oh, I am walking down the street and this person gave me a dirty look like, oh my God, let me go try to find out why they don't like me. Like what happened? No, no, you like, it's literally none of your business why they don't like you. All you need to continue doing is being yourself and asking yourself, do I like me? Do I like the way that I'm showing up in the world? Do I feel like I'm being authentically myself in this moment? And if that is the case, then you literally have to just continue doing that. Other people's opinions of us are in some ways going to always matter. And that's that's just life, okay? Like I said, we don't live in a vacuum. This is not a world where you just show up and you're being yourself and you're not getting any feedback. Opinions are feedback. Opinions can also be the external validation that you need. Think about it this way. When you get a positive comment, when someone says, you know, gives you a compliment when someone tells you, you look beautiful today, or you are glowing today, or, oh my God, I love the way that you sing, or I love the way that you do that. It is an opinion. It is an opinion. Like that's literally what it is, but that's that external validation that we sometimes need. Yeah, we need the internal, right? Yeah, we need to also love ourselves and respect ourselves, 
But it's nice to get a compliment here and there, okay? It's nice to have somebody tell you, you look good today. But you also have to know that on the days where someone says, well, I don't like your pants. Well, do you like your pants? Do you like what you're wearing? Well, I don't like when you do your hair like that. Well, do you like doing your hair like that? As long as you feel good about how you are showing up in the world and who you are being, it is going to help you create a stronger shield against opinions of others. And you're never going to fully be able to get away from thinking about the opinions of others. But if you can find a healthy balance of knowing that you are showing up in a way that you love and respect and knowing that some people simply aren't going to like it because it might not be their cup of tea and that's okay. As long as you have that healthy balance between those two, you will be okay. I hope this episode was helpful. I tried to like add in tips and things in here for y'all and hopefully you like this episode. If I like this episode, it's going to go up <laughs> and yeah. I hope y'all took something positive away from this one. Thank you for spending time with me this morning or this afternoon or this evening, whenever we're hanging out. And I will chat with y'all in the very next episode. Bye, my loves. What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest visit, a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a of the itinerary and this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays so if you're curious about bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful amazing beautiful souls head to my website for more information themanifestly.com events visit the link in the show notes and yeah let's let's hang out in bali